0: Hello, my name is David Tan, and you're listening to Like the Color. This week, we have a longtime friend of mine, Sam Klepper, an awesome content creator on Twitch and YouTube, phenomenal drummer, and all around a great guy.
1: All right, so I'm Sam Klepper and I own a digital marketing agency as well as uh, I'm a content creator on YouTube and Twitch Uh, and then I also educate and consult people on how to be a content creator and create classes for that. Cool, cool. And how long have you been doing that? Um, So I've been in marketing uh, for about four years and I've been uh, understanding content and creation uh, models and different systems for about two years
0: do you think you'd be doing this like where do you see yourself maybe not like growing up but like high school college
1: um no you know there were, i had a really big passion in high school as well as college and music and so big passion of mine but it's not going to be something that I don't plan on being like a rock star. I do plan on pursuing music in in some avenues, but um, that was a big thing that I wanted to do. And uh, growing up, especially in college, I wanted to find out ways for people to hear my music. So I eventually got more into marketing. And I also went to school for uh, digital media, but um, that ultimately led to, you know, I'm not as much of an artist as I thought I was. I'm more of a, you know, kind of a consultant and a teacher on helping people distribute their art um so that's kind of where i found myself um through college as well as after is you know kind of the marketing thing is is where i kind of shine because um understanding people's content and how to make it better as well as moving their content so that it's seen is kind of where i really found uh a lot of my talents are
0: yeah yeah let's talk about earthbound your band okay uh, I know you guys are going to be making an announcement soon. This probably won't. It's yeah.
1: Great. So we, uh, we used to be like a, a very, like a screamy metalcore band. Um, but as we've kind of grown up, as we've kind of, you know, changed up our tastes and what, what we like, um, it's ultimately just led to kind of a rock band, kind of something where we, sorry, here's blue. Hey, Bubba, go down to mommy. And, uh, we ultimately kind of led to just, you know, very, not simple, but very tasteful music stuff that is, that, that we really enjoy. Now, now that we're not 18 and full of angst, um, you know, we have really pushed into um, a different sound. So um, it's something really exciting. We have a new album uh, that we're working on, hopefully come out uh, this summer. So I'm stoked on that, but um, you know, the things that I've learned in marketing are really going to be, beneficial to this release specifically
0: Mm -hmm. so you talked about a little bit about art like you not seeing yourself as an artist do you think like how do you get to that point
1: um i i think it was just the idea that there's a lot of there's a lot of thinking like I, i i always think that there's you know there's people that can think for art. And there's people who think of how to do art. Um, And if you're thinking more of the how um, and not the why, then you're probably not as much of an artist. You know, I've always been trying to encapsulate and mimic other styles, but I was never really able to make my own. Um, So being a more of a technician um, in this kind of space has put me at an advantage in the sense of like, yeah, if like, if you wanted this, I could do it, but would it be considered, really art. No, I just mimicked a bunch of styles and put them together. Some people would say that's art, but it's, it's kind of me just slobbing together a bunch of other stuff. Um, and I think of more of the ideas of how will it perform? How will it meet my bottom line and less of how does it make me feel? How does it do this? Um, I have different passions like music or, um, and different things in my life that I think more about the why, you know, there, that has that heart attachment to it. When it comes to you know video or even graphic design or anything like that, I've never been the person of trying to invoke emotion that I already had. Um, I've had those moments, but it's not been something that I continued on. And it's something that I developed out of need to understand what I needed to do in my career. I wish I would have figured out a little quicker after college. Um, I, I wish I would have figured out in college, to be honest. but. Um, something I figured out after college was, you know, I'm kind of more in that, you know, technician distribution of content, um, and kind of that teaching role.
0: Yeah. So I actually came to you about a few things about like live streaming. And are all, I mean, I'm assuming you're using, what are you using right now? My camera? Yeah.
1: So this is the panasonic g h five um something that i I got for weddings and things like that and then I ultimately started using it for um for streaming and also for client meetings whenever like the best way to always impress clients is like having a really good startup meeting so whenever I've done things where I have a an initial consult, having like a really nice setup has always helped but yeah it's uh it's used for the major the majority of its use is, is for live streaming.
0: Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that. I'm obviously gonna plug your stream. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you what do you do? What, like what's the yeah.
1: So like Twitch is like a very flooded um, platform right now as well as YouTube and developing uh, the discoverability on Twitch is is Nil, You're like it just doesn't exist really. Um, so in order to create the discoverability, um, I streamed a long time ago, probably about a year ago. Um, and I, I would do on and off streams here and there, but um, it wasn't something that I felt like I could create progress in without um, a new model. And you know, there was actually one streamer who really, really inspired me and kind of was my motivation for live streaming. I was like, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And this person actually um, used to be in marketing as well. So I can see why he's, he's doing really well. His name is Ludwig. And uh, he is just amazing at understanding how to bring new people into his stream. Um, and basically, I follow the same format that he does. And what I do is I decide that my stream isn't just for playing video games. A lot of people have streams like that. And a lot of people are already popular doing that. But that's not what people want to see. Like if they want to go see someone play a video game, they'll go to one of the larger streamers with thousands, tens of thousands of viewers and watch that game. Um, what I need to do basically and what I've started doing just in this you know, past month that I've really you know, concentrated on it was basically deciding that I wanted to create a content platform uh, that was around my name or moniker, or username, whatever, DTPap. And what I did was I decided that I was going to have events. I was going to have um, big events, small events, and then also just content moments. Um, so that included telling stories from college and things like that. And then what I do is I have my streams set up in a way. So I stream uh, Monday through Saturday, 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. And what that, mean, what that allows me to do is uh, almost every night I have a piece of content that is something new, that is something fresh, that is something that people want to tune in for specifically. Yeah, I might be playing Minecraft or Call of Duty or some other game at the time, whatever's popular. But what I what I try to do is I create a piece of content. So whether it's um, having the world's hottest hot sauce every time someone does a sub, like a subscription, or it's um, doing a game of marbles, which is like a randomly uh, procedurally generated uh, game where a bunch of marbles fall down. And then I put names on those marbles, like saying like, example, you guys can see like my eyebrow. Is all messed up. So, like that, one of them was strip one of my brows, like just put a big gash in it. And uh, other things, like have a shot of soy sauce. So I have all these crazy things that people will be like, "I want to see someone do that. I want, you know, I want a punishment, or I want some sort of reward, or I want to feel like I'm part of this, and I feel like I can, I can catch this live, and it's a big moment. So I do that live. But also, what I really focus on is being able to create content that goes on YouTube. So Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I create YouTube content based on those streams because YouTube has a way of great discoverability. And then what I do is I take those YouTube viewers and move them over to Twitch. And I follow a lot of different things on YouTube. There are fads, there are trends, there are ways to do your thumbnail. There's also ways to advertise. I've been advertising a lot on my channel um, or for my channel and that's just led to a lot of people coming from YouTube over to the channel, and then people from my Twitch channel coming over to my YouTube. So it's just been kind of this really healthy bridge. And I've gone from you know average. If you start streaming, you can see about in your first month an average of about five viewers, maybe. Like if you start off fresh, I didn't start off too fresh. I have a, I have I have some. I'm a part of some online communities that were very excited that I started streaming. I. I've gone from, you know, 10 viewers at the start of the month to 30 viewers. And usually that 30-viewer mark is something that someone achieves maybe in six months, maybe even closer to a year. I know some people have been streaming for multiple years, and they still only get 30 viewers. And I think just being able to create content, having big moments of of things where you're rewarding and and doing things like that. I also don't ask for money on my stream. Um, That's a big one is a lot of people are like, always like, oh, sub, so I can do this full time. So, like, I already have my income. I already have a career. I don't need to worry about someone financing my stream or my content creation, um, because I already have a career. So, yeah. what that does is it allows people to come in and not feel that, uh, that, kind of that guilt to subscribe or to send money or to throw bits, or something like that. Yeah. So, that allows a lot of lurking. As a lot, it, people just turn on almost as like it's a TV show. They're like, yeah. oh, boom you know, Pat, Paps on, he's gonna do something weird or crazy, or he's gonna have something cool going on tonight. And that's my ultimate goal. Some nights, I just kind of chill out and play video games. If I don't need a YouTube video, and and that works out well. But those are my lowest viewing nights. It's just kind of those chill streams when I'm actively creating content. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing for anyone that might be streaming that might be watching, you know, your podcast is basically, you know, if you want to stream, why are you different? And my goal is to be completely different. Is to create content so that people are always looking for something new. And usually, when when someone finds a stream, very rarely do they not come back and not you know follow and things like that. Because it's something always you know cool is happening. Yeah. So like even just in the past you know couple of weeks, I've had a lot of new people that I've never even met, never you know had any conversations with, who are saying like. Oh my gosh! Like, how does this guy only have like 400 followers on Twitch? And it's just because, like, as you create content, it it is completely rewarding because it eventually will pay for itself. But yeah. that's been kind of like my streaming journey so far, and it's been it's been really healthy because it's just allowed me to uh, get to some new heights and understand what I already teach. You know, I work with a lot of streamers already that. um as as a consultant, already work with them on their YouTube channels and understanding Twitch Twitch algorithms and how to understand uh, building content into their stream. They struggle with the idea that you don't just turn on a video game and talk to the chat. You yeah. know, there's so much more to it. If I wanted to just watch that, like I, I, it would just be on my second monitor. I'd be sitting here playing games, whatever. But what I want to do is I want to create a game. I want to create a moment and content. This is what I tell everybody that are my clients. You want to create total attention on your stream so that no one wants to miss out on it. And if they do miss out on it, they can see those highlights and those moments on your YouTube. So it's just about getting this idea of FOMO or like that fear of missing out so that every time you're live, people want to tune in because it's more of a TV show. It's more of an idea like I don't want to miss out on what's going to happen next. You know, if I miss out on another streamer, let's say like Tim the Tap Man, you know he's one of the biggest streamers out there. He he isn't too based on content. He's based on, you know, kind of the let's play idea. Like, let's play a game, watch me play, watch me get upset, watch me die, you know, whatever. But it's all about, you know, just, you can, you can just watch that on YouTube. You don't have to worry about missing out. Um, nothing against him. He's one of the giants, you know, but that's his model is he's live. Come watch me be live. So that's what I want to do is, and I've been instructing a lot of people I work with is, you want that fear of missing out. You want the idea that your viewers are going to miss something when you're live. Um, and I think that's been the, the greatest achievement I've made so far. Um, even though I'm very, 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 very small on the platform, if I continue this kind of route and if other people continue this route, it's going to set aside, it's going to create a very large resurgence in the ability for streamers To become like youtubers you know youtubers have the ability to rise overnight because of of you know viral clips and things like that but what you do is an example like ludwig is like my big 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 inspiration he when i started watching him eight months ago he was at like a thousand viewers which is a lot it's a lot but he's gone from a thousand viewers to like eight to nine thousand viewers a night and when my brother my brother jake started watching him he was only at like Two hundred fifty viewers, and that was only a few months beforehand. Cool. So, the ability to scale when you're creating content for the platform and other platforms, and you're kind of building those bridges, has been huge for me, and I know it can be huge for a lot of people. Um, so, streaming has been a lot of fun. Um, it's been very rewarding. It's a lot of work creating all these YouTube videos and, and getting ideas for stream, but um, it's it's going to be rewarding in the long run because I think in a year. Time I can get partner on Twitch, which is like, I think it's like top 3% of all creators on Twitch are, are partners. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just those are the things that I'm trying to achieve with that. And then what I do is everything that I achieve, I just throw back into my consulting, um, which has been a huge, you know, boost to, to my career is being able to teach people how to do this, understanding video algorithms and micro uh, content distribution like doing that kind of thing. So streaming is kind of my way of uh, legitimizing or uh, letting people see an example of how it's supposed to be done, basically.
0: So you were talking about like the exponential growth, but like, Mm -hmm. I guess you already had the gear, you know, like Mm -hmm. Panasonic. You had like the rig pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, For people that are listening that, Like when I was starting this up, you know, I wanted a camera and I wanted to link it up, but obviously with the supply chain being what it is right now, you know, like everything's on back order. If you try to buy it from a merchandiser and then everything's like double the price. Yeah. um, What do you have to say to people that don't think that they have the ability because of their circumstances? You know
1: what I mean? Yeah. I think, you know, Twitch started out, Twitch and as well as YouTube started out with, you know, flip video cameras and, you know, little cameras on your laptop that are at the top. And, you know, you kind of game like that. That's how it all started. And that's where a lot of these creators, the biggest creators started. There's another creator called XQC who still uses like a really crappy Logitech mouse. And I mean, uh, not mouse, a Logitech, like, Camera, yeah. yeah. So he has thirty thousand viewers, like minimum, every time he streams. um And he, the content is the person. You know, it's it's not it's not the nice mic, it's not the nice camera, it's it's not about having a really good PC. You know, you could go and adjust chatting category, or even just be a vlog, like a vlogger who goes around with your phone. You know, you can create content. Another person that's that's a. Big big proponent of crappy gear, good content is Airsoft Fatty. Airsoft Fatty is a huge creator who recently had that documentary made by him by IDubs on YouTube um, called Full Force, and he make he made videos about you know these fake lightsaber duels he had with his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has millions of subscribers, and he like the content is entertaining. And something I just finished up in my course is. If you can create content that is, is, is of value to people, that's when you are going to hit your, you know, your benchmarks that you want to hit. So you need to understand that it's either informative, entertaining, or uh, advertising. So if it's within those three and you're hitting them and you're being able to produce value, whether it's entertaining them, informing them, or it's advertising a product that is of value to them, you know, you're going to, like I said, hit those benchmarks. So it doesn't matter when you have this stuff. Like I had this stuff. So like, it's just stuff that I've used in my career. Um, It's something that I use for client meetings. It's something that I use because I do have a bit of a disposable income where I can invest in some of these things. But the biggest thing is um, basically understanding that you really, really, really need to know that you don't need great gear to be a great streamer or be a great content creator. And it's actually something that I just actually, I think I talked about it on my stream last night. It's something that kind of gets me upset is when streamers at like, you know, let's say they have like 10 viewers and they have like 50 subs or maybe even a hundred subs and they're like 20 viewers, something like that average. Um, they're always creating these, these goals so that they can get this new gear, this new big thing. Oh, that's going to be so good for the stream guys. It's going to bring in new people. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It, it really isn't, you know, and I've even tested this. I've, I've gone in circles and I've, I've, um, I'm thinking about actually upgrading my camera to a black magic camera, but what I I've, I've used the black magic camera to stream and I've put in, you know, I've even did advertising efforts to get people into the stream saying best camera on Twitch. And it legitimately was one of the best cameras in the, on the entire platform. Nobody's streaming with a black magic camera very rarely. Yeah. And what that, it, no one cared. They asked like, Oh, what do you do? What do you play? What, what's going on here? Do you have a YouTube? What's on your Twitter? What's on your Instagram? They care about understanding those kinds of things. And what I get really heated about is these people that create these, you know, really crappy uh, fundraising efforts, like, hey, I'll I'll eat a pepper, or I'll wax my legs if you buy this camera for me, like, uh, nobody, nobody in the world would be okay with that. Like, it's, it's not, this isn't youth group. So like, it gets me like, really boiled up, because like, I use the money from my career for my disposable income and I invest in another business. You know, content creation is a business. And if I'm not treating it like that and I'm trying to get my followers, the small amount of followers I have to fund me, I'm going to quickly exhaust them and I'm going to quickly upset them because all I'm doing is asking for money so that I can be better, not just for them. And the idea is the streamers have usually when they do this, not all streamers, but when they're trying to do this, they're trying to get new people. So what they're saying is what I have currently is not enough. What I want is more, and I want you guys to provide that for me. So it just it, it gets me really upset because a lot of people are like, oh, if we raise $1,000 in two weeks, guys, I'm going to get a new PC so that it can bring a whole bunch of people in the stream. I'm not giving you $1,000. I'm not giving you $1. Giving you $1. Did, you enter the, and did, did you provide me value? Did you do this? Did you do that? Like, Are you providing me entertainment information or advertising efforts for a product? And that's what I really try to do. And I don't ask, like, I have very few subs for the amount of viewers I have. Because I don't plug my subscriptions. I don't plug, you know, donations. It, they happen organically, sure. Literally, the other day, it was, uh, there was a thing where a marble, like, it, in the game, marbles, you, like, have a game, like, all the marbles roll down the track. And then whatever marble wins, it wins. It's random. Um, but the marble, I gave all of them names. One of the marbles said, uh, ban one viewer for five minutes. So I did a random viewer and I was like, hey man, sorry, you got banned for five minutes. And he gave me $15 because I banned him. Like, like that was the idea. Like he gave me 15 bucks because I banned him. And I was, I was like, okay i was like see you back in five minutes five minutes pass i unban him he comes back yo that was so funny and i'm like i banned you for five minutes and he's like yeah and he gave me 15 bucks and i was like you know like that it doesn't it doesn't have to be you know the idea of great content it was just a camera with the marbles game and i banned someone and they gave me money because they i provided them content they thought it was funny that i banned them you know when I give them the content, when I give them value, that's where I found a lot of Mm -hmm. the repayment comes back.
0: Yeah. Cool. So how could people see more of you? We talked about Twitch. And then for the streamers that are listening, how could they reach out to you if they wanted consulting?
1: Yeah, so like what I do is like, so that's like half of what I kind of do in the sense of like working with streamers. I also work with like, businesses who want to understand how to create content to build up their advertising efforts. Um, for, for Twitch, um, you know, you can find me on twitch.tv slash Um, and then also YouTube is just, um, papap. Uh, I'm trying to get PapAp on Twitch, but it's proving to be hard, but, uh, but yeah. So like when it comes to like consulting and things like that, uh, I, I work with streamers, but streamers usually have a small budget. So that's why I've actually just created a course that's coming out hopefully next week. Um, that is, you know, it's like a hundred bucks, but it takes you through a micro content distribution plan of how to create content from live video to a YouTube video, and then moving those videos into micro content onto different social media platforms. And then ultimately creating a blog post, um, that doesn't work too well for streamers, but it works well for businesses and getting your SEO up. And what you're doing is you're building a platform and you're building machine learning into your brand but yeah i that's that's my goal is i'm trying to provide value to everybody um that class isn't really for larger businesses um what i usually do is i work with businesses one-on-one on on understanding how to create content what kind of videos do they make do they need to make what kind of blog posts they need to make uh, and then understanding social media platforms and things like that but it's um Kind of proving it's it's proving to be very successful when I'm when while I'm working with people. Um, there was a streamer that I worked with. Um, we took his you know his uh, YouTube from like a thousand subscribers that he hadn't. He, his YouTube was like in like no man's land. He hadn't touched it for like two years. Had a thousand subscribers and we moved it to two thousand subscribers. His videos were getting like a hundred views and we got them up to like two thousand views. Some of them have like thirty thousand views. So like a lot of the things that. I'm doing everyone else can do, and I'm doing it for other people. And I really encourage, you know, people that might be listening, like, if content creation is what you want to do, it's very easy. It just takes a lot of work. You know, it's not something that is willy-nilly that you can just do. And, you know, people are like like laugh at Jake Paul and Logan Paul, and they're like, oh man, those guys are such idiots. They just get their money handed to them. Jake Paul and Logan Paul, those those are, they're idiots for sure, but they work really hard. You know, they're, they're working really hard um, to create that content. You know, the content might not, might be very unsavory, but they work really hard to make that happen. And they're constantly on a grind. Um, so it's, it's really, this space is for anybody who's willing in, to put in the work. Um, also don't quit your job for it. I know a lot of people, oh, I'm gonna be a content creator now. And I'm like, ah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> Like you can do it on the side, but yeah, so it's, it's been, uh, it's been very exciting um, doing a lot of those kinds of things is um, and helping other people understand those kinds of strategies.
0: If you want to find Sam on social media or any of his streaming outlets, be sure to check the show notes for their links. The music throughout the podcast was done by Brenton Wainscott and the band Jaden. You can find links to their projects in the show tunes. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. My name is Diva Tan, and that's Like the Color.